Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Holy Harkin! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Excellent! With your host, Brad Allen. Well, isn't that extra special? Recorded live at Bay Area Studios. Join Brett each week as he interviews celebrities, influencers, authors, high-level entrepreneurs, and much more. At the open mic, no topic is off limits. Giddy up. And you never know who may stop by. Now, here's your host, Brett Allen. Welcome in to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Happy Thursday to you. We have Lily Kay on the line with us, actress Lily Kay. She can currently be seen in the Showtime limited streaming series, Your Honor. And uh, she plays Fia Baxter on the show with an amazing ensemble cast. Brian Cranston leads the show and she plays such a fun and intricate character. We're going to talk about her role and her experiences making this show and just how amazing it is, along with some other fun and exciting things. She is just the absolute best. Lily, welcome into the podcast. It's good to have you here today. Thank you for having me. We're chatting with Lily Kay, who stars in the amazing show, this limited series, Your Honor. And we're going to talk about that. We just, there are so many things that I want to cover. And I just want to say thank you for being here today. This is an incredible show. If you have not seen this, we are going to talk about, obviously, the episodes that have already come out. So if you haven't seen it yet, catch up with the rest of the world because this is one of the best shows on television. Let's talk about this just overall. How awesome of an experience is this for you to be on such an amazing show and with an amazing cast? It's like, it's insane. I mean, I truly, I still like, I don't know how I swindled my way into doing this show. Um, but I'm not asking any questions. I really couldn't believe it, honestly. And, and getting to work with people who really, I mean, I've talked with Hunter about this, who plays Adam so much, but like, who really were our heroes already. Like these are people who we, um, we love and so deeply admire to get to stand across from them and, and act with them. Um, was like a miracle. Really? I, I find that so interesting because shows like this, when you get such a large cast and there's so many different actors, I mean, everybody on it is fantastic. Mm. And you watch it and the ensemble is so huge and you go, well, it's you've got Brian Cranston. I mean, everybody from the top I mean, everybody, you, I mean, it's just so amazing. So when you say swindled, I find it so funny because I feel like you, along with everybody else and the, the actors and actresses that play your family are just huge. And so if you could talk to us a little bit about people who haven't seen this, just kind of an overarching perspective on what the show is about and what people can expect when they watch it. I mean, I think it's, it's about a lot of things. It's, it's really hard to encapsulate, but I think um, for me, I mean, on a, on a very sort of like visceral basic level. And I, they talk about this a lot. We talk about this a lot. It's about the lengths that you're willing to go to, to protect someone you love. But I think it's also very much about um, the world that we live in, the way that this justice system that uh, in this country works and I think we sort of see in this show um, what a young uh, white boy can get away with uh, and, and 
who gets blamed and what happens to a young black man and, and as he enters the sort of justice system, how easy it is to place culpability on someone who's not culpable when they are a part of a certain community in this country. Um, and I think that's a sort of that those tandem sort of focuses or focal points of this story to me are what make it really interesting and really real because there's a lot of uh, universal human experience in it. And there's also very particular American, very particular New Orleans experience um, of our justice system uh, in it as well. I like that explanation of the show because really at the end of the day, it encapsulates into that. What are you willing to do for somebody that you love? I'm a dad. So I watched this show from a very personal perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, my son is very mm -hmm. young. I look yeah. at it, I look at it and go, holy cow, you know, like what would I be willing to do as a father? I mean, I can't even imagine. So right. what just, do you do? Yeah. Like, what do you do? You know, my son is not born into any kind of affluence like this kid is. I don't have any kind of stature that his father has. And so I think to myself, crap, if this happened to me, I don't know what I would do. And I, <laughs> I just find it so yeah. intriguing. And every time I watch it, you guys just leave me in this position of like, damn it. You know, like there's just so much <laughs> out there. It's crazy. Yeah. So let's get yeah. into this. Yeah. This is a fantastic show. It's something different than what we've seen. I know a lot of people have compared it mm -hmm. to Breaking Bad in the sense of Brian Cranston mm -hmm. and the relationship to his son in the is show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about it. What, really. what sort of attracted you to the project to begin with when they came to you and said, we have this show, what turned you on about it yeah. and said, I have to do it. I mean, truly what didn't is, is the question. I, I, I was so um, sort of immediately excited by everything about it, by the people making it, by, by the writing. I actually weirdly, the first time that I, I came into contact with this, this script and this character was not for my audition. I was putting a friend on tape for another role. Okay. Um, and I read, I read one of the scenes was with Fia and I read Fia and I'm like, fuck man, I bet they cast somebody cool in that bummer. Okay. And then four months later, the, this came into my inbox and I lost my mind because this project the things that it's talking about, this, the worlds that it's exploring felt really, uh, they were so specific and, and meticulously crafted. I was like, I, I just want to be in there. I just want to hang out in there. Fantastic. So you are surrounded by an amazing supporting cast. The writing is off the charts. The location, New Orleans, I mean, that is just fantastic in itself. And it doesn't show necessarily the pretty sides of the city, but you know, you get that obviously from your character and, 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 and people you're surrounded with, but also just a lot of different things. How does that help you as an actress or actor really just connect with the character and make decisions and angles? Like, like, how does that help you along being in the city, being in the city? Uh, it's, it's yeah. I, I mean, honestly, New Orleans in this show, 
uh, is truly is a character in this show. I mean, it's, it's, it's a city that I think has so, it's such an extraordinary city to spend time in because I think it has such a distinct energy. And I think that the world of this show is so specific to New Orleans and to being there. I think actually getting to know the city, I hadn't been there uh, since I was very young and getting to spend time there and meet the people there and eat the food there. Um, but, but really spending time there, you get to see this is a, a really unique city in that it has tremendous, there's, there's been tremendous grief and pain, but there's also an extraordinary level of, of joy and, and passion and light. And, and to have those two things coexisting, I think, um, it's something that we can feel in the show. And so to, to have it, to allow it to sort of seep in organically just by getting to know the city and by shooting in places that are unique to the city, that was a, a real gift. It's, it's, a, it's a layer of pretending that's stripped away. You don't have to do anything. I think that's very true. And I mean, there's that saying, art imitating life a little bit. And when you watch this, you think to yourself, uh, you know, there on some maybe visceral mm -hmm. levels, this could be a story that's very true and taking mm -hmm. place. Let's talk about your character. There are going to be some spoilers. So if you haven't watched the show, stop. I never tell anybody <laughs> some <stop>. spoilers, <laughs> but hey, so let's talk about your character, Lily, and sort of how she fits but in. This is a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, no, Fia, Fia. So obviously, uh, she is the sister of the kid who Adam uh, killed with his car um, and the daughter of the biggest crime boss or really bosses, I guess, in the, in the city. Um, and her older, I mean, when the story starts, her older brother is in jail. Um, he obviously is not staying there. Uh, she's, she's in a situation, I think the very complicated home life that's made even more complicated by grief, uh, and, and personal tragedy. Um, but she meets a nice boy, <laughs> a very nice boy who, um, maybe, maybe they're not as, uh, as wholesome as she thinks he is, but I think uh, part of the beauty of, of watching her, at least in these first six episodes is I think, um, she's really searching for a safe space, a person with whom she feels safe. And I think maybe she starts to find that. It's very interesting. And we are left on a cliffhanger uh, for the most recent episode because you tell your dad, I met this guy and he starts <laughs> to ask questions, which he is just an amazing actor and says... Oh. Well, why don't you invite him over to dinner? And like, <laughs> okay, I'll set it up. You can have uh, a man-to-man -man in your office. And then, of course, the rest of the episode unfolds. Crazy, crazy. When we watch this, there seems to be, from my perspective as a viewer, a gray area of blending between good and evil. It's not really super defined mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things that happen. Do you, as an actress, do you feel that this helps stories like this along and allows the viewers to maybe take sides a little and root for a character that they might normally root for. Absolutely. I mean, selfishly, I'm like, that's the Baxter family. Um, although we're pretty, 
we're pretty rough as on, on a whole, but I think, um, I think to me, that's, that's what's one of the many things that's really exciting about this show is that we, I think as people live in that liminal space. And so, you know, because for better or for worse, morality is, is not a fixed point. And we sort of, you know, as we, we live and experience things, our compass adjusts, I think we recognize what these characters are experiencing in ourselves. Cause it's something that we do all the time. And to me, as an audience member, just watching it, like, I, I think that's the exciting challenge of the show is that you're watching it and you're like, ah, I don't know if I can root for him anymore. I don't know if I can, ah, I don't know. He's doing some really, really fucked up stuff, but I, I, I still kind of want to root for him, but I don't know if I should. And I don't know if I, it's, and that's what's so exciting to me. I think is it's fun both in like reading the scripts as we got them. Um, and in watching the show now, I still feel that way. I, I find myself right rooting uh, for both families, to be honest, uh, because mm-hmm. your family, you know, you've lost one brother. You have a brother who was in prison and now is not in prison anymore. And he's got his thing going on and you've got your thing going on. Everybody has their thing going on. And you're like, there's no way that anybody could possibly get away with something like this. But then as, as you start to see the story unfurl a little bit on both sides, you think, well, maybe on some level, this could possibly happen. I mentioned that early on because it's not too far from what could be truth. And I think that's what makes the story and your character and everybody's character just so fascinating. It's, it's ironic Early on, your character, uh, Fia, starts to struggle a little a bit with her faith. And she has this mm-hmm. interaction with her dad and mom, which you're thinking mob family, they believe in God. I guess that's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's no wrong with that. <laughs> and you kind of push your parents a little bit uh, to take different sides, at least yeah. from the viewer's side. That's what we get. So you're, you're mm-hmm. part of an alleged... Uh, and we say alleged, uh, <laughs> alleged. Mob, family, mob family. Uh, do you think this is maybe a subtext for something different that your character might be dealing with, or is it just you're just trying to piss your parents off and maybe get away <laughs> with rat. something? Yeah, just bring a spoiled rich kid and and just trying to get away with maybe something more later down the line. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's interesting as, as sort of like a parallel there. I think, um, I mean, I think Fia definitely let, knows more than she lets on, but I think she's very much in league with her father. She's a very much a daddy's girl. And I think right. she, a lot of what this is, I think, you know, I think she was questioning a lot of aspects of her family's faith before this, but it sort of came to a head because of, you know, circumstances And I think what this is in a lot of ways within this family and within the sort of like, you know, crime family, very powerful family in, in a lot of ways, I think it becomes what it becomes for a lot of teenagers who are questioning um, their faith is, you know, it's, it's claiming space and it's a moment of decision and going like, this is, I, I am a, a distinct human being in this family. I'm not, you know, I am not all the things that you are just because I'm related to you. I think um, it's a huge, it's a huge sort of 
breaking point, especially with her relationship with her mother. But I think with Jimmy, with her father, it's a, a test in a really fragile moment for them of sort of going, you know, do you have my back? Do you, do you, are you really here for me? Um, mm-hmm. Because of all the other shit that he's mixed up in, because of all the other shit that's going on with the family. To what you say as a, as a parent, again, mm. I have a son, he's six, but I will tell you, he is definitely, as much as he loves his dad, he's a mama's boy, 100%. Like, there's that loyalty there. And I see that. <laughs> I, I see the loyalty of your older brother in the show who's another amazing actor, his mm. name escapes me, but his relationship to Jimmy. mom. Oh, oh my God. And she's like, don't worry. Mom will make sure that nobody bugs you. And I see this rift. Yeah. That you have with, <laughs> yeah. With your father in the show. But yet at the end, the last episode that I've seen episode mm. five or part five, you're curled yeah. in his lap. There's this very sweet moment. And It's like, Mm. does she have this relationship with him? Like, what is she going to try and get away with? You know, I mean, dad buys a motorcycle. And uh, again, that was so ruthless a couple episodes ago where Gina. Oh, my God. Well, you you're going to let somebody die on a motorcycle. I mean, just (sighs) some really wretched stuff. And you see this manipulation happening (laughs) And uh, makes you just think about marriage in a whole different way. But I feel like in this story, it doesn't really matter because everybody's doing their own thing. And this is written and produced by the same folks or some of the same folks who did the limited series, The Night Of, which Mm -hmm. is just so spectacular. And, uh, you know, that was just another phenomenal show. I just think limited series like this are great because you can just tell a fantastic story that could be a two and a half hour, three hour movie, but you do it so well yeah. in such a short time. I'm going to be really bummed when it's over. Um, from <laughs> Me your, too. You're like, I know I got to find it. I know. Uh, no, truly, but also I would love watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. So from your experience as an actress and artist, what advice would you give or that somebody gave you, or you wish that somebody gave you when you started um, just sort mm. of kind of like helping you in this trajectory because you've done other fantastic credits as well mm. as a performer, but this obviously is oh. something that's current. So like, what do you wish somebody would have told you mm. or to tell somebody else? Uh, I feel like I should be asking you that question. Um, but I, uh, I think something that I, that I really, um, that I really believe in that I think was super reinforced by, my experience of doing this show is uh, surround yourself with people who are better than you, who know more than you and listen to them. (laughs) That, that was such an extraordinary gift on this show. Truly just the, the, I learned so much just by sitting across from, from these incredible actors, literally every single person on this show. Um, And I think that any, any chance one has to put oneself in a situation like that, and just be a sponge, I think, is the best possible move. Well, I appreciate the kind words. And the show is your honor. It's on Showtime. This is a limited series. If you have streaming, DVR, whatever, 
I don't know, get a free trial and, <laughs> and watch the show. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. Support these streaming services. Get a free, yeah. Yeah, I should. But get a free trial and then keep stay on the you'll like it. So stay on the train. Right. And um, just watch it. It's funny. My roommate and her friend have been watching it, but there was a couple episodes where they had a really hard time getting through it. So um, Mm -hmm. they're like, Mm -hmm. what's the latest scoop on the show? And I'm like, well, (laughs) dark and violent, but it's also has redemptive qualities to it. And I'm excited to see what happens. You know, we've got new episodes coming out. It's again, very limited. So you have to check it out. And uh, also just check out Lily's other work that she's done. She's been on other shows and other projects. And um, if people want to connect with you and just kind of follow you on social media, um, how can they do so? I'm on Instagram. That is the only thing I'm on. Um, But I'm just Lily K. It's just me um, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm a, I'm a bit of a Luddite, so I'm not, uh, I don't do a lot of social media, but I'm on there. Yes. And watch your honor, which is now and currently streaming on Showtime and all the other platforms. Lily, thank you for being a part of the show today. I appreciate it. Yeah. That brings today's episode to an end. Thanks for choosing to stop by and listen. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing it with a friend and hitting the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. Until next time, cheers. <laughs>